Today's show is brought to you by Thompson Cigar Company. Whether you're new to the hobby of cigars or a longtime aficionado, Thompson Cigar Company has a solution to all of your smoke needs. Since the day they were founded in 1915, making them the oldest mail-order cigar company in the country, they've always been devoted to delivering a massive selection of products covering all price ranges and tastes at a fraction of what a comparable brand would cost. To ensure that your cigars are always fresh and full of flavor, Thompson Cigar Company operates out of the largest inventory humidor in the United States. They also have over 200 trained professionals on hand and ready to provide personalized customer service and can answer any question you could ever have about cigars. Plus, because you listen to our podcast here at Channel 4.5, we have an exclusive offer that will save you money. Click a link in the description of our show to receive one of three offers. One, purchase any cigars in their special cigar collection and your entire order ships free. Two, receive free shipping on any order over $99. Or number three, save up to 73% when you purchase a five-pack of Fever Cigars. Shop Thompson Cigar to save money and support this show. Welcome to the People Persons Paper Podcast. My name is Hilton Price. With me, as always, is my co-host, Mr. Brian Sittler. Hello, sir. And this is where we go chronologically through every episode of the uh, early 2000s comedy mockumentary series, The Office. We're very excited to have a special guest with us tonight, Tulsa comedian Katie Van Patten. Thank Hello. you for joining us. Thank welcome. you for having me. Yeah, thanks a lot. Uh, this <laughs> is our third episode. We're going to go through uh, the third episode of season one uh, entitled Healthcare. Uh, definitely an, uh, a good early episode of the show, yeah, establishing uh, really w- still introducing all the characters and, and finding exactly who they want everyone to be. It's so many characters, it, just, it does take a couple of shows really to sort of, you know, get down to the, um, you know, everybody's thing, everybody's shtick, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And uh, like accounting, for instance, which we'll, we'll get into that later on. But um, yeah, definitely more development of the characters. Yeah. funnier moments this this episode for me is probably the, my favorite out of the first season um i can't i can still watch it a hundred times and laugh just like i'm watching something from season two or three so mm-hmm. um, which is sort of i think a big selling point of the show is how much not only is it consistently repetitively funny but you find new things the more you watch it you do yeah. no i found i even found a couple things watching this again getting ready for this podcast yeah, and I'll <laughs> mention that later on. And this may be my twelfth viewing, or some some crazy number. So probably I'm probably mm-hmm. up there with you sometime. Uh, yeah, it was, but uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, Dwight uh, Rain Wilson's yeah. Dwight, the major standout character on this episode. Um, major. Lots of good. Um, Jim and Pam, John Krasinski, Jenna Fisher, mm-hmm. uh, and of course plenty of Michael Scott, uh, played by Steve Carell, as well as uh, some of the smaller characters. Uh, you get to see little more moments of their personality coming through. You do, actually. It, like for instance, you don't. You, I don't think Creed says anything while he's on camera, but you do get to see him for a moment, kind of looking spaced out and like, "Whoa, what's that guy's story?" So, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, um, so there is little hints and subtleties of uh, character development even amongst and and. Uh, um, my gosh, I'm blanking on um, Meredith. Meredith, yeah, Meredith, uh, y- what, Kate y- Flannery. Yeah, Kate Flannery. She she gets her little moments to shine. Uh, 
you and, know. And Katie, how often you've you've been through the show more than once, just once? I believe I've seen. Mm, I I know I've seen season one more than once because the first time I saw it, I was like eighteen. Yeah. That was quite a while ago. Nice. So I I've seen. Um, with the office, I I stopped watching after like the fifth season or something like. How many seasons are there? Nine. 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 Total. Oh man, I. Nine. I stopped watching it at a certain point, um, but the first three seasons I know I've seen at least twice. Yeah, and um, that's really what set sort of the tone for what the show became. Is that's really where it found its footing and, and, and sort mm -hmm. of got into its stride. Yes. Yeah. So. yeah. So you definitely saw the cream of the crop, I would say, of mm -hmm. the early years. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I was very, very into the Jim and Pam storyline. Yeah. And uh, that was... I have like a lot of warm, fuzzy feelings towards this show because I was really depressed the year after I graduated high school, and it was one of the few things that like brought me joy was watching The Office at my parents' house. Nice. So, anyway. No, nice. I, I I think I, I understand that that. Th me too. The character, each of those character arcs that they were on, especially Jim and Pam, and uh, you know a little bit from some of the other characters in the show, there was such. Um, an engaging element to it. There was such a hook to their path, and, and it, it paid off week after week in just enough, you know, to, mm -hmm. to keep you. And, and, and if you were, uh, like, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I was going through a, a weird spot, too, when I got into that. And it really not only set, um, you know, just helped me as, as, a, as something to watch, as something to invest yourself in, mm -hmm. but also Definitely. as a, um, it, it, I, it made me feel like I looked at people differently as as through the lens of those characters you know mm -hmm. like it helped me pick up on qualities in, in, in people in the real world that i may not have sure yeah. so sure well it is a reflection you know certainly a reflection of you know office culture and we've all been through that you know here and there i mean as exaggerated as it is um you know it's kind of like in the same vein as office space a little bit like the movie mm, yeah so yeah too. and um you know it helped <laughs> It's a good way to laugh and sort of, uh, especially when you're burnt out from office culture, uh, definitely helps you get through the day. Mm -hmm. And uh, definitely I've spent a lot of days after work watching this show. Um, and I kind of lovingly put it as sort of fast food because it's sort of just, I can just slip right in. It's mm -hmm. easy and it's funny. It's still smart. You know, it's not like yeah. junk. It's not, we're not talking reality TV or something. It's not like Two and a yeah. Half Men. No, no. Oh Although, Jim, speaking of Jim and Pan, they do, they do talk. It's funny in this episode, they do talk about trading spouses. Yeah, so Jim watches oh, some crap yeah. TV. Yeah, like, Jim definitely watches some crap TV. And then no. Pam comes back with the, no, I have a life. Yeah. <laughs> which was, <laughs> that was prominent of a, <laughs> I remember that being a thing people said back in the early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and now I'm dating myself. But, yeah. Um, but I was like, yep, that's kind of how I still feel about it. Because I have coworkers who watch shows like that. And, yeah. you know, I just laugh. I don't try to – I don't ridicule them or anything. But I'm definitely like, no, yep, no. still can't, can't do it. But I, yeah, can't, when those, I can't get into it. When those Real Housewives discussions start at work, I'm just like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. I can't contribute to that. I've I seen <laughs> a couple episodes of the Real Housewives, and it's 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 entertaining. But I don't think I could sit there and watch more than – a whole season of The Real Housewives, you know. Right. We actually also did an episode of Opinions Like A-Holes uh, today as well. Uh, we had the Tony Romanello band uh, cross-plug, and we t 
talked about rock of love and flavor of love. Mm. So even before Real Housewives, like there was some real crap oh. TV that oh. I know way too much about. <laughs> so if anyone listening to this wants to hear me talk about flavor of love, go find that Tony Romanello episode. <laughs> of I'll like admit Aliens. I watched a couple episodes of that. Just there's just some reality TV that you can't it's, not watch. It's too yeah. Every once in a while, it's the yeah. kind of car wreck that you like to look at. Yeah, maybe it comes know. back. <laughs> Unfortunately, just when you think they're done with you, they mm-hmm. come some come up with some new new way to get you. My roommate likes uh, Naked and Afraid. Oh, which oh, I haven't, I haven't heard of that one. That's Is one that of those the naked dating show. No, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that that name would also be good for that. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> where they literally drop them in the wilderness with no clothes, and they're just like, okay, okay. it's like uh, Survivor with no clothes, and it's one of each sex. Because awkwardness. <laughs> you couldn't pay. You couldn't pay me enough money to do that. There's yeah. No yeah. way. Yeah. What's like, my desperation level got to be on that? That's one? awful. I don't know. <laughs> and it's never. It's never like the shining examples of you know like like uh, masculinity that it's always some guy like she's trying to find a way to make fire, and he's talking about how he's not going to look at her bits. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. come on, guys, <laughs> okay. step like, up. Fella. Did the producers <laughs> suggest that? Yeah, <laughs> like, don't, 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 don't do that, dude. I, I did. Fi- <laughs> just help her find fire. Just don't talk. Don't, don't yeah, say things. Exactly. You know? Have you heard of the what would you do episode? Like it's sort of it's almost it's actually my sort of type of a reality TV show. It's like they take people in like public places and they have actors who like act out this like questionable scenario and and then like you know and then they do what they and then the people around them react and then the host john quinones i believe his name Mm -hmm. is it's bobby introduced me on friday he comes in and says oh and then they're like oh john quinones yeah and Mm -hmm. um that actually was i i thought that was interesting because you know everybody's been through that scenario where they see something they're like should i say something what do i do what's the proper etiquette Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was actually the most productive reality sort of type TV I've seen yeah. in yeah. a while. Um, well, actually, that, had some brains to it, I guess. Yeah. And there is actual acting, too. So um, yeah. it's not all just straight up reality. So maybe it doesn't even qualify. Well, and of course, I mean, you know, the, the very idea of, of, of falling into the, the voyeurism or, or whatever of, of seeing people's lives that are quote unquote real is supposed to be what's making this show compelling. Right. Is because mm-hmm. they, they it's painted as a chance to see someone real in a real office setting and look at these unique people. Yeah. But then it, it, they're also freed up by having scripted shows to say, okay, Steve Carell, be as awkward as you possibly can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know? And it works. Yeah. <laughs> and he is such a good actor. Oh, right? yeah. It's crazy. Oh, and he... He kind of in this one. In this one, it's different because he's kind of solo for half the episode, trying to um, find the surprise that we'll get to. Um, kind of you see him outside the office a little bit, um, you know, kind of carrying it himself. Yeah. And then uh, you know, as he lets Dwight, you know, run amok, um, you know. And they really show off the the juxtaposition between how he sees himself and how he actually acts with other people. Like he really just paints himself as this improv master, this man of ideas, this That's this right. man, this leader <laughs> of men. You know, uh, what do they they they? Uh, well, he has that scene where he describes them saying, you know, like my boss, he's so great, I love him. Yeah, you know? uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. His level of delusion knows no bounds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's oh, cool. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, because. He heals his, you know, as he says at the start, he heals his employees. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. not directly, 
But he gives them money. The money. Yeah. He gives them money, you know. <laughs> Today I'm, I'm charged with picking out a health care plan. Am which which would never happen. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, regional manager is picking out health care. You know, that's it's corporate, corporate HR. You mm. hope so. And yeah. especially after you watch this episode, you really hope really so. Really hope so. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? Yeah, it's implausible, but it makes for a funny episode. Yeah. And it's my funniest. I think it's the funniest one so far. So, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. We all would like to have the gold. What? Oh, the gold plan? Yeah. yeah. And he mm-hmm. wants to provide and give the best health care to his, his, his employees. He's having as much trouble as, you know, the politicians in D.C. right now for trying to provide health care. <laughs> yeah. Basically. <laughs> and you know really the, the, all tw- <laughs> the 12 other members of the office are the 50 states and <laughs> yes all mm-hmm. agreeing in oh, oh, who needs coverage for hot dog fingers and and, <laughs> and leprosy yeah <laughs> yeah it's very timely that we're talking about this episode it kind of is right now yeah okay. remember very is that'll be a fun game like like we'll, we'll pull back the fourth wall on this we're recording uh in the first couple of days of july so i'm not 100 percent sure when this yeah. will hit the 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 channel four and a half network yeah. uh but when it does Look, check headlines, and see if we have a new health care plan yet. Yeah, see. <laughs> yeah, for real. Or are we all doomed? Yeah. Yeah. A fun game you, the listener, can play. Because <laughs> right now we have Schrodinger's health care. You know, like, right. Could, yeah, could right. be, could not be. Could not be. We don't yeah. know. <laughs> and, and then they make Michael, who can't, you know, who has no backbone at all to, you know, of the, all the worst managers who shouldn't be doing this, Michael is the one because he wants to be liked by everybody. and. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in the end. Well, and, and so this is keeping with that whole yeah. idea of the, the company is failing and he's trying to, to curry favor amid a, a <laughs> yes. collapsing thing that he has no power to do anything with. It's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. And so, um, you know, since Jim won't do it. Yeah. Um, oh, he that's goes great. Right, he goes right to Dwight. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. that makes for a much better episode. <laughs> yes, Jim. Jim says, uh, I, I don't think that's something that. I'm going to do, which <laughs> is how I want to handle everything I'm ever asked at work ever. Yeah, I hear you, and it's it's great to see him kind of think on his feet and just be like, you know, it would be great for this, mm-hmm. even though that's what he says in later episode or later talking head is like every time Michael asks me to do something, I just have Dwight do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, Jim is shooting himself in the foot when he does that. Yeah, good so, point. Good point. I mean. Maybe that's why he looks so Makes mad. Me almost kind of mad at Jim sometimes. <laughs> maybe that's why he looks so mad at the end. Actually, now that I think about it, that's yeah, a good maybe point. because yeah. he's like, God, if I would have just, yeah, done this, then yeah, wouldn't have had the issue. Yeah, yeah. wouldn't have had the issue. Wow. But then again, it's like he shouldn't have to, be even be asked in the first place. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. And then I think there's a whole, like they're trying to make they want I mean, Michael's the boss and. They're trying to distinguish, I think, Steve Carell, like, or Michael Scott from David Brent. So he's still somewhat, you know, he's still somewhat of a teddy bear. You know, he's not cold as I think the David Brent character is. I think he actually does care about his employees, but he doesn't want to take any responsibility. Yeah. So it's kind of like a push and pull of, this guy's a scumbag, but he's lovable too. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And, you know. Well, and this is where they really have to start finding their own footing. Because, I mean, the show starts out uh, in the early episodes of the first season with the the pilot and even in the last one with this very sort of cold, sterile look to much of the show. Taking Mm -hmm. after the British show and trying to accurately portray just like that sort of neon lit cubicle kind of environment. Yeah, ultra realism. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And but this is also where they're 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 starting to make the decision to let 
the unique characters, the unique elements of this American version of the show sort of find its own legs. It is. And this episode I read, actually, people complimented it because there was a British version healthcare episode. Yeah. And mm. so this one was different than the pilot in that, like, okay, it wasn't a shot-for-shot remake. Yeah. It was an idea they had that they got from the other show, but they did their, they made it their own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, what makes this episode, like, that's what helped distinguish the show and ultimately make the show really freaking popular. Yeah. yeah. So. Between that and just letting Rain Wilson go nuts for 22 <laughs> minutes. Which know. is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 lo- I love watching, like, the first time I watched the show through, I didn't appreciate Dwight as much, nearly as much as I should have. Mm. Yeah. Because I was too caught up in trying to root for Jim and Pam. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but every other time through, I just want Dwight. I want more Dwight all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and have you guys both watched The British Office? I have. Um, I know I've yeah. seen the first season. How many seasons did just they the do? Just the two. And then okay. there was a Christmas yeah. episode. Okay. That's I watched I it. I watched it through. Yeah. I don't know Once. if I saw the second season. I know I saw the first season, but this was like ages ago. Yeah. I was like yeah. 19 or something. Well, so. Yeah, it was a while back. Like Both Dwight and the Gareth character in the UK one were just such just brilliantly unique foils, you know? Like, oh, yeah. I mean, you, you, you create a love of characters like Jim and Pam because you don't like Dwight, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. You want them to root against him. It's like the mm-hmm. natural reaction. And then later on, like, I don't, for me at least, it was just realizing how hilarious Dwight was on his own. Yeah. And when he immediately starts to, you know, the first thing he wants to do is, <laughs> the first thing he asks Michael when he, uh, so how many people can I fire? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and he's like, uh, none. None, <laughs> none you're <laughs> choosing a healthcare plan. <laughs> All right, we'll table that. Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll table that for now. <laughs> for now. Yeah, for now. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> we'll come back to that later on, I swear. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. that really, like, they just let him loose. And I know that um, when he's when he's coming up with the, the names of uh, made-up uh, diseases, apparently. I want to see all the outtakes they have, apparently, because he just had people rolling in stitches mm-hmm. for all the different stuff that he said. And... That's my favorite to watch the outtakes from from the office. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, yeah. And you listeners out there who haven't watched the outtakes, um, they're readily available on YouTube, and you can waste a lot of time laughing. Yeah, um, yes. At those. If you <laughs> need a if you need a quick pick me up, <laughs> go to just go do that. Yeah, just search office outtakes. Yeah, aren't you glad you listened to this show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy how like. Michael Scott's character is not that far from the reality of how terrible some bosses are, you know? Yeah. Like, I've had more than one boss that just should not be in charge. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, how did you, I'm like, how did you get this job? <laughs> like, why are you here, you know? Yeah. Right, right. I think a lot of people have, you know, been through that sort of situation, which makes it even yeah. more relatable mm-hmm. in the long run, because they kind of how did we get to this point? Yeah. <laughs> and like, how much more money are you making than me? And why? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And list, why? list some reasons. Please. Please. Um, <laughs> and sometimes in the corporate world, that's just the way it goes. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's crazy. but it is, it well, is nuts. Well, and that concept of like failing upward, which I think we've probably all worked for at least a boss or two who we felt like they've just been failures who've managed to just get higher and higher positions and get, you know, in with wherever they need to. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's completely 
been Michael Scott's story. I mean, he, you know, he, that's really what they want that to be is that kind of like terrible, terribly successful boss. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, Ed Truck left, so we need somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who has the, well, that's like later on when, um, who has the most seniority? That's how Creed gets <laughs> the manager. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that one. Is that like season that's a later, six that's a later or seven? Season. Yeah, it's six or seven. Yeah. Like, yeah, I would, seven, because it's right after Michael leaves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they can't find, yeah. And uh, Bo Body. Bo Body. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I saw that one, actually. I recommend it. Yeah. I was nodding as if I had seen it, but I don't think I have. Well, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> but you could imagine like you'd seen it, though. There was mm-hmm. other, yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. Like, Most of that cast was still there. It was shot very similarly, you know. Mm-hmm. It's true. Lighting was a little different. Yeah. Know? There are some things like, yeah, uh, there are some things that you just don't mess with on the, on the show. Yeah. That became, mm-hmm. And that's what they were kind of establishing here. Like on that back and forth with Michael and Dwight when Dwight's suggesting firing everybody and like it's just a quick pan back to each one of them. It, to me, it just adds that much more comedy in the, and, in the scene. Mm-hmm. And that tempo. Dwight interacting with the camera where he's giving it the looks and stuff and saying a little yes. bit like, oh, uh, I'll get an office it's larger than his. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, who, just who are you talking to? You know, <laughs> right? There's yeah. only the camera. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Giving it the look later, like like we know. Yeah, you know? the camera is like, you know, the other, the unsung hero, of, or not, you know, the other character of the show yeah. that makes it, you know, that really even adds more comedy to it how they yeah. pan how michael says he's busy and then they pan down to his inbox and there's nothing there yeah and then they pan yeah. it over to jim who's looking right at the right inbox, the inbox. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. or when he calls pam from the office uh you know i'm so busy right now and they and the, the camera's shooting him through the window and he was he rolling yeah. the truck he's back rolling. and forth yeah, right <laughs> he's yeah. playing with a little dunder mifflin truck he is a, a little child. kid yeah <laughs> he is a child oh yeah because he goes incommunicado yeah <laughs> and uh yeah, because he's just scared. <laughs> well, and this is such a, a good example of, of like, the, the show is visual. It's not the kind of show that you can just watch listening, or you're going to miss those little those little beats, you know, those parts yeah. of the joke that are I know. Yeah, strictly if, silent or whatever. Yeah, if you're yeah, you just listening, you, you miss a whole bunch. You miss yes. so much. It's one of those shows where if you're watching it with someone and they're distracted and they're on their phone, you're like, okay, you need to be watching the screen right now. Yeah. Because really? you're missing so much stuff. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. It doesn't work for short attention span world. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> this is a put your phone down show. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Have your full attention. No yeah. dual screens when you're watching The Office, which I guess what, 2004, 2005? I mean, that's exactly what it was. You know, there was, we there weren't quite. No. We weren't at cell phone critical just no. yet. You yeah, know, so. not quite yet. And no. they weren't good enough to, you know, you weren't, I yeah. don't know, maybe just just barely. You know. Just barely. Well, I, I mean, fewer people had smartphones in 2005 or yeah. 2006, whatever. Yeah, it was still it was still a flip phone world. Uh, yeah, I was still on my first cell phone back me, then. Me too, yeah. And I don't think we had cell phones in college, did we? I didn't have one then. Nope. Some people did, but I was not that cool. I, so. I I didn't want one because yeah, no. I wanted to yeah. be incommunicado. That's just my, me personally. And then I came to find out, like, oh, nobody else really wants to be that way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was definitely the angry old man. Like, they get a hold of me wherever I am. I know. And <laughs> then what know. really, and then what really flipped me was when I was like, oh, I don't need a landline anymore. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's eighty bucks a month I can have back. Uh-huh. Yeah, 2006 <laughs> was the first year I ever had a cell phone. I was a senior in high school. And I finally had a job, so I finally got a cell phone. Yeah. And my friends had had one since they were like 12, you know. Oh, yeah. Or thir- yeah. 13 or whatever. Yeah. So. Scary. But I was poor, and my parents were like, you're not getting a cell phone until you have money. <laughs> yeah. 
Which I could see as, like, in high school probably sucked, but, like... It sucked, yeah. But it was, uh... Yeah, from that angle, I could see... May have been a blessing in disguise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of what I went through when I had my when I got my first smartphone, because I waited until about 2014 until I did that. But mm-hmm. I kind of got in, so I got to everybody's level. I could send, you know, memes and stuff, and, mm-hmm. you know, texting was a lot, you know, texting... On a <laughs> when you're when you're group texting on a flip phone. Oh yeah, with that you hit it three times to get to the letter. Yeah, yeah and yeah. three. But yeah. then like when someone sends you like a multimedia like on a group text and you see like nothing, like it's just like squiggly lines and like <laughs> gibberish, then you're like, okay, maybe it's time to like yeah. get in with the group. Fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was. But back then though, it was single screens and you yeah. know people still. Uh, I don't know. They weren't so distracted. I guess mm-hmm. I don't want this. I don't want to turn this into a... Uh, this turned into a commentary. <laughs> this commentary turned into a cell phone thing. Those young people on their cell phones and they're... They just don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I've checked like five like notifications that have popped up just since this thing started. I know, yeah. right? <laughs> oh, man. For the record, I haven't. But, but uh, uh, you know, just go- going back to the show, we talked yeah. about Dwight being in control and just sort of being that off-the-rails dictator character that he's going to be. Yep. Uh, but you've also got Michael not only just shirking his responsibility and going and hiding like he was, yeah. but then he runs out uh, yeah. empowered with gusto to, to go find something to woo and win win back over his team with. Operation mm-hmm. Surprise. Yeah. So, well, and uh, what was it? Does he does he make the calls and go to the travel agent before the ice cream sandwiches? Actually, yeah. you find out at the travel agency – that he uh, already called because he's he's pitching his, his idea, great idea to go to Atlantic City and it's all inclusive mm-hmm. and everything. And then, you know, everything's paid for and it's a free thing for everybody. And, and you get the hotel rooms comped, it, comp, comp, everything's big pile comped. of chips. And then, and then, <laughs> then the guy's like, uh, you know, well, you might want to just call the casino. He's like, yeah, well, I already did that, you know. <laughs> so yeah. so that, was, uh, that was the second thing he did. And yeah. then he realized, okay, can't do that. And... Um, and to and think about what he thought, how he thought, like, some sort of all-inclusive weekend worked, how he thinks travel agents work. Yeah, to, like, a city, which I'm pretty sure for Jersey is probably about three hour, two, three hours away from Scranton. Yeah, it's got to yeah. be. So, you know, obviously a struggling paper company is going to swing for that. You know, yeah. they're going to, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's <laughs> he wants to shoot for the stars. Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, you know, it's either all or nothing. Well, and you can almost put together, like, the stories that he's heard. Like, I mean, he's obviously heard about how, like, in casino gambling environments, certain things will be comped in the interest of, like, keeping a high roller in the casino, right? Yes. And how, like, there are all-inclusive vacations where you pay an amount, (laughs) and then it just takes care of everything for you. So you don't have to worry about stuff. Yeah. And I love how he's just sort of, like, made an amalgamation of these. That's that's, that's free. (laughs) And then comped but without any sort of like prestige to justify it you know yeah. exactly yeah like somebody got those for free yeah we should be able to do that too clearly mm-hmm. meredith is worthy you know <laughs> yeah clearly you know, creed <laughs> deserves to go to vegas for free or not vegas atlantic city, city for free or yeah. vegas yeah. <laughs> that's the other thing too i don't know i've heard of that in vegas for like high rollers yeah and, and even that may just be like a subplot in oceans 12 <laughs> you know like i may have not honestly heard that you know yeah so but you saw it, though. In a, there was a time on a television somewhere. That's got to be real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's got to be real. You know. And then, so, you know, when and so when the Atlantic City thing doesn't work out, well, that's, hey, let's go down in the coal mine. 
and then that's the that's one of my favorite uh, little moments where he's talking to the guy on the phone and like so so it's like a 300 drop right 300 foot drop he's like yes but it's very slow <laughs> well once you're down there do you like play laser tag or anything <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which which does sound fun kind of yeah if like you have a respirator on if they had coal mine <laughs> laser tag i'd sign up for that yeah but, you know but those for you listening fun fun fact we found out um, that was actually Creed he was talking to. Maybe not the character, but Creed Bratton is his real yeah. name. So William um, Charles Schneider. <laughs> actually, yeah. So. Is that actually his voice? Yes. Or? Yeah, that, okay. was, that yes. was Creed doing that yeah, phone thank call. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Dunderpedia. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> gotta give credit where credit's due. Yeah. Um, now, yeah, and Creed's actual real name is William Charles Schneider. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, but... Yeah, so he just kind of strikes out everywhere, but, you know, the but guy try. He tries. He's not a complete scumbag, I guess. He's just in, ill-informed and spineless. Well, do you want to talk yeah. about that? How that's sort of one of the themes of Michael in this. It episode. is. It is one of the themes because you know, as I, I kind of wrestled, I kind of went back and forth on that. Like, is he? Because he's still rough around the edges. He's not lovable. He's not full-on mo- lovable Michael Scott yet. Um, but was he just? You know. He's shirking responsibility. He's putting the, he's putting his uh, employees' health in jeopardy. You know, healthcare in jeopardy. Yeah. But at the same time, he wants to make him feel better, and he still wants to go around and find something fun for him to do. You know, boost morale for the troops, as he says. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I kind of went back and forth on that. Like, no, that's just my, I'm, that's just my na- naivete. It sounds like my na- naivete coming across, trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. But I think, I guess, both can be true. Yeah, you know, it's sort of an interesting theme that he's wrestling with. Like he's not heartless; he's just no, spineless. He's not heartless. Yeah, right. And and like when they show him through when he gets the ice cream sandwiches and he's, you know, basically eating his feelings, and they show him in in the office, and you know, because he has they have to look through the blinds because he's put them up, but the camera can see through it. So, you know, he's just looking down, all depressed, and you know, so there's some feeling there. I think he is, and he does. You know, that's one of those times he does a lot of moments where he really speaks through like his silence in this episode like where just his facial expressions his body language yeah mm-hmm. like in that i mean yeah. that scene where he's you know he's he's putting down the half-eaten fifth maybe yeah. ice cream sandwich yeah and he's got that just sort of pathetic yeah you know like he's just clearly so depressed and, and <laughs> oh, unhappy yeah. with himself and he's bewildered mm-hmm. like when he when he leaves the office and then he looks around and he goes to the wrong side he's like i couldn't find the doorknob and like he's just <laughs> he's totally out of sorts and i think that was ad-libbed yeah mm-hmm. well done steve and but it works it kind of adds to his sort of like okay i gotta go <laughs> gotta go meetings yeah just uh, a frantic idea i'm in control you know? i swear <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it, it's not in this episode there's another episode where he has that sugar rush i think it's the one for the pretzel day episode a season or two later mm. yeah and and, and Love s- that one. sugar rushes are the perfect way to describe a lot of michael's decision making is mm-hmm. impulsive. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he just gets an idea and decides it's going to play out and then throws himself into a situation where he may not have any real ability to do anything. Mm-hmm. Right. But but that's why we love him. Right. <laughs> At the same time, because he's so damn entertaining. Yeah. He, he does come back. He goes out to try and find the surprise, and he comes back with the ice cream sandwiches. With the ice cream sandwiches, which, which hey, that might make me happy, I guess, but... He tries to pass that off as the surprise. Big surprise, I think. yeah. But then they call him on it, and he's like, uh, "No, this is not the surprise. <laughs> surprise is totally something else later on." Yes. Oh, it's coming. Yeah. Don't worry about that. You know, and he gives. You know, he even gives two to Ryan. 
you know. Yeah, no health care and <laughs> faster metabolism. Those yeah. poor temps. Uh-huh. Faster metabolism. <laughs> had, to, had to crush on Ryan just a little bit yeah, this episode, uh, you yeah, know. Part of his ide- uh, idolization of him <laughs> is, throughout mm-hmm. the whole show. His little, his little man crush, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know. I remember seeing Steve Carell on something else before I ever saw The Office, and then hearing about like hearing about his character on the office before i saw it and i was like steve Carell is so likable how are they gonna make him an unlikable character i don't i don't i can't picture that and then i saw one episode and i was like oh my god he is so good at being unlikable (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember what i saw him on before i saw the office for the first time but pull up the imdb see if we can track down some of his earlier works was um was 40 year old virgin before the office around the same time I i don't know Ooh, that's a good question. I think I saw that when I was still in high school, but maybe not. He was he was on The Daily Show before The Office, I'm pretty oh, sure. No. But but like a are you talking like more a sitcom or I don't know. Something. I know I saw him on something. Maybe maybe it was a movie. I saw I saw an old clip of him actually. He did a um it was some burger commercial like in the early 80s. Mhm. And he Totally hams uh, hams it up. Yeah, that's a term. Yeah, it is. Mm. I just didn't want to throw it in with the bird. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but he 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 uh, he has that same lovable goofy smile, and you know, mm-hmm. like sort of, kind of uh, your everyday. He totally, you know, he has that salesman shtick. Yeah. To him, Wait. and. Anchorman was before The Office. Uh, oh, even really? oh, so Anchorman was before The Office. Even Bruce Almighty, when he was on that, was before The Office. Oh, that's right. Forty Year Old Virgin came out about the same time as The Office. Office, uh, same year, two thousand five. Okay. Yeah. So uh, really, pretty it impressive was, though. It was one of those things for sure mm-hmm, that I mm-hmm. saw him on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I we, mean, it, it all just sort of erupted at the same time for him. I mean, he really just—I mean, he'd been in Hollywood for a minute. He'd going for as far back as the '90s and doing some of the early like. Uh, uh, Dana Carvey show, if you remember that show. Oh wow! But mm. uh, my he, God, I'd forgotten. I don't know yeah. if I ever saw that. Apparently, he was in Curly Sue. If you want to remember that, Steve uh, Carell was w- in that. Wow! Yeah. What? Not a big, big spot, I'm sure. Obviously, you're not gonna, not gonna overpower Jim not Belushi. A, not as big as Jim yeah. Belushi. Yeah. <laughs> so, or or what is her name? Curly Sue. Allison Porter was Curly Sue. That's oh. a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, it is a great movie. I've forgotten uh, how great that actually was. <laughs> I don't talk enough about Curly Sue on the Nobody People vs. Paper podcast. It's, it's a, it's yeah, a, it's you a forgotten should, gem. You guys know. should do a podcast that's just about Curly yeah, Sue. That'll be the next one I launch. <laughs> that, I, would, I would for sure listen to that. So. Hey, it has its market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we know it does. You know, just, I, most, uh, just one tag. Every episode's posted on iTunes. Just tagged Curly <laughs> Sue. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to revive the popularity of that movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you get like a million downloads on the first episode. You're like, oh, okay. <laughs> we went with our instincts and it paid off. Yeah. Hell yeah, and it all thanks to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's too, and it's too bad. Uh, like somebody like Rain Wilson actually, I think, hasn't had as much breakout success as Steve Carell did, like in those movies. He's mm-hmm. actually on a new, uh, he, some kind of murder mystery kind of thing on Netflix. It's a new sh- movie, and I I heard it's really good. Rain Wilson is. Yeah. I've been wondering what he's up to the lately. Name of it, but Let's see if I pull that up. The uh, what I think too is really neat is, uh, or really unfortunate is, he had that show on Fox about the house-style detective. 
Yes. And that one wasn't a, a yes. Big deal. There was the name, and I actually watched a couple episode. Backstrom was Back, that one. Yes. I don't see what this new one is. This Star. I see he's on Star Trek Discovery. Really? That's pretty wild. That sounds like a good mm. fit for him. Did not know that. Um, Adventure Time. He did some episodes, and then Metaphysical Milkshake. No. I don't know what the hell that was. No. Yeah, I don't know what that is. That's um, weird. It's a talk show, apparently. Right. Oh, okay. Metaphysical. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure what his new show is. I see he's also yeah. done uh, a couple movies coming out. Permanent, Robo Dog, Shimmer Lake. Shimmer Lake, that's it. Shimmer Lake. Oh, Shimmer okay. Lake's the one. Yeah, and I've seen a couple people say it's. Really oh, I good. see. Okay, yeah. So it is. It's it's a TV show. Looks like he was just in the one episode. Oh. An inventive th- crime thriller told backwards. Yeah, it's um kind of. Oh, okay. Uh, moment. It's Memento meets something. I can't remember what. Mm. Or is, is it a movie or a? It's a movie. It is a movie. It okay. is a movie. Mm-hmm. Interesting, with Benjamin Walker, Stephanie Sigmund, Wyatt Russell, Adam Pally, and several other people I've never heard of. Exactly. Indepe- so. I believe an independent uh, production. Okay, we've got Rob Corddry. Oh. He's done oh, some nice. stuff. There you go. Yeah. Star Power. Cool. That's on Netflix, you yeah. said? Yeah, mm-hmm. Shimmer Lake. Cool. Mm-hmm. Shimmer Lake. Check it out. Check it out, people. Yeah. Triple P. But yeah, but here he's just a reckless uh, manager. Yes. Fake manager. It gets mm-hmm. yes, fake yeah, manager for the day. So while Michael's <laughs> out getting uh, coming failing at ideas and coming up with ice cream sandwiches, Dwight is getting locked in his workspace. Yeah, we know it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, which is a workspace, which not an office. Really a good um, a good early prank from Jim. Yeah, you know, really is. Yeah, he takes it by the uh, just sort of. By the it's not even much of a line. prank. It's just sort of like a dick move yeah, that everyone's dick, okay yeah, with. Yeah, but you know? he, uh, you know, it's sort of like you know he's being you know. Dwight's being ridiculous enough where Jim just isn't having it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, after the classic Count Choculitis moment, mm-hmm. which um, I love Count Chocula, by the way. It's yeah. delicious. It is delicious. <laughs> um, I haven't had it in a minute. Is that I also haven't had it in quite a while. No, me neither. But it had, its pla- it. it had its place in my childhood. Okay. And, yeah. um, you know, and Dwight apparently couldn't let that go. We'll so. make that a goal <laughs> to see if we can get Count Chocula yes. to sponsor the show. Yeah, yeah that'll we be should our definitely goal. do that. Yeah. yeah, Count Choculitis sounds like another diabetes. Term I'd love something. to have Count Choculitis. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> sounds like a fun, spunky disease. You know, it does. yeah, it does. yes. Like you're in the doctor's office, you're sitting on that paper, and he's like, "You've got Count Choculitis," and I'm like, "Are we done here? <laughs> <laughs> Go home and have a bowl." Like, yeah, <laughs> I came all the me. I came all the way here for this. Yeah, mm-hmm. what yeah. the hell? I'd pay a copay. Yes, there's dozens of bowls I could have bought. Yeah. <laughs> but but Jim like you know just doesn't skip a beat, heads out, locks him in. Yeah, and it's a uh, it's one of his. I think this is a strong episode for Jim overall, and he's so just casual about it too. Yeah, it is a dick move. I agree. And then does Pam it very calling slowly him. Does it very slowly? Yeah, and yeah. calls Pam, and Pam gets always gets in on the phone when she can. Well, mm-hmm. and just another example mm-hmm. that they're building up the two of them by showing how much we hate him. You know, right. like by, mm-hmm. by right. showing Dwight as someone of, of character of, of uh, disdain, disdain, I don't know. Yeah, or, uh, you know, a, a, a sycophant, you know, yeah. a, a, you know, a kiss ass, mm-hmm. a better term for that, you know, and then. The more we don't like him, the more we like them for being sort of a, right. a team against him. Right. And, and even, it, even though they're sort of bullying him, and that comes out later. Yeah. And we, I think we may have touched upon this last week. Yeah. But he, that you still, you don't care. You want them to win. You, mm-hmm. Right. You and it, it worked. Yeah. Especially the first time through I watched this, I was totally on their side. And yeah. yeah. I, I, I went hook, line, and sinker with Jim and Pam. Like, yeah. Because, yeah, because you're focused on them and their relationship. And when are they going to hook up already, you know? Mm-hmm. And 
oh good they're they're interacting again i don't know but yeah <laughs> they're very uh they they did a really good job casting those characters like oh, they jim did. and pam are just such a good adorable pair like yeah it's, the chemistry is they're a lot of fun to watch powerful mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, i must yeah. say but that but speaking of the count chocolate that kind of leads into the um you know everyone getting to make um up different you know their own uh illnesses yeah shall you say you know mm-hmm. um, inverted penis inverted mm-hmm. penis yeah <laughs> 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 leprosy flesh eating bacteria yeah. hot yeah. dog fingers hot dog fingers uh, i think which i i would be okay with that too some mm-hmm. count chocolate and some hot dog fingers that it's sounds like childhood is yeah. hot dog fingers a real thing i don't yeah. know i don't know i don't think I don't so know. it doesn't really matter but the way but the mm-hmm. rain but the way rain rain wilson says it is just pitch perfect mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and they even show people they they kept which um angela uh, breaks character yeah she just loses it and uh-huh. so does stanley too and they decided, consciously decided to keep that in the episode because everybody um, was just on, you know, in stitches. Yeah, it's funny. It's, it's when, it is funny. When does Angela break character? It's after, after I think after he says hot dog fingers. Yeah. Oh, is she laughing? And she laughs. Yeah. And actually, Kevin oh. looks at her and he kind of point. He kind of like it's like he kind of points at her. Uh-huh. Like they're you can kind of tell it's a non-scripted. Yeah, moment. they're not realizing. Yeah, they're not realizing. And she's because you know, and because they look back, they scan back to her again, and she's like all stern. Mm-hmm. Oh again. yeah. And you know, Stanley's just, you know, this is before. This is before, you know, he's still supposed to be stern as well. And he's just like, they show a real quick shot of him just losing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, Dwight, Dwight really carries the meat back in the office. Mm-hmm. And just every, everybody gets to play off of him. Yeah. And, and it totally, it, it almost makes us not even realize the fact that he's, he's locked in the office by a coworker or locked in the conference room by a coworker. Michael shows up, doesn't even care. Right. Sees him in there after the ice cream sandwiches. And right. Just goes yeah, in his just own goes office. Goes in his own office. No mm-hmm. one's let him out. That, that, that's a, th- <laughs> what, 12 other people in that office, and no one's letting him out of there. Nope. Mm-hmm. No, no. And, and Jim, there's the, there's the moment where Jim sits down and throws the keys mm-hmm. past Stanley, who's on the phone, and just barely, 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 barely looks barely, that way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can hear him talking about cream-colored paper or something. Yeah. And, and then you remember, Jesus Thank God I don't work for a paper company. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh man! And, and but you're right. Like there's a complete. Uh, oh, it's just Dwight. Thank God he's in there. We don't have to listen to him or something like that. Yeah. Like, you know they've heard this kind of stuff before. And then it leads up to a, a final beat that we're gonna, or a beat that'll come up in the fi- finale of the show, where Dwight calls Jan, gets a hold of Jan's number. Yes. And decides that he's gonna to get out of here. He, his plan is to have Jim fired. By getting permission from Jan, right? Who immediately shoots him down with one of my favorite lines in the episode: "You are not a manager of anything." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Jan says that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which make it real clear. And, and <laughs> she's consistently in this episode. In the beginning, she's got the scene with Michael where they're talking about how he has to deliver the bad news. And when have you ever had to deliver the bad news? I'm doing it right now. Yeah. You yes. Know? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that was the first interaction, like, with Jan, like outside of Michael. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of Pam. But, like, that was the first time Dwight and Jan got that awkward talk together. You know, the shock in her voice from sales? (laughs) 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 Like, how dare you, sir? Uh (laughs) (laughs) How dare a non manager call me on my. Well, it was on her cell phone. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. But, 
but still, yeah. <laughs> you and you are not a manager of it. Yeah, that is great. And, and then, uh, and then he says, "Well, that's not necessarily <laughs> true." Yeah, because he's manager for the day. <laughs> Which I love, just the the size of his balls in that uh, scene. You know, just it's, it's, it's <laughs> really, dude. He, you know? he almost has a pl- he almost has a you know. There's a there's a there's a funny childlike ignorance to him too in these early episodes. Yeah, because he's kind of younger and inexperienced, and like, well, you know, he's so by the book that he's mm-hmm. like, well, you know, well, Michael put me in charge, and yeah, like he wants to sound important or something, and why, yeah. why would Jan think that was a problem? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, I love oh. how good she is at uh, just busting balls, basically. Like, she just doesn't. She's just like, don't ever use my cell phone again. Yes. Bye. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just like doesn't give a shit. Oh, sorry. Didn't know that cell phone. Sorry. <laughs> Which I love. And that had to be such a fun role to play. Uh, and if you've ever seen Melora Harden do interviews, she seems like just a very, like, light, fancy, free, sort of fun. Yes. She's got this sort of vibrant personality. Yes. She's yeah. not Love. Hard as nails, you know, no. Jan Levinson Gould. No. So that had to be fun, like, just to, to, to you know, to just go to, against type or like, to, well, just to be her, as yeah. cold and, you yeah. know, like, just serious, just to, you know, just yeah. to, as tough as nails boss as you can be. And I mean, exactly. I, I, I think that had to be awesome. Yeah. It, it was funny. I saw an interview of her, her when, um, after the show ended and she was talking about kind of the finale and she just completely she starts sobbing in the interview yeah. like it was like that big of a that emotional of an experience and you know she wasn't in it as much in later years no but it was still like that you know great of an experience that you know so yeah i think you're right yeah. Hilton. i think she really loved that role and, and they she brought her back in good perfectly. capacity when they've got they did what's who's the guy the little dwight character Oh, that's uh, right. They do. That's because true. Because she's the the big account they want to get. Yeah. So they, Cl- is it Clark? Clark. So they send Clark yeah. to go be her boy toy. Yes, that's which, true. She does get back into which it. Which sort of keeps with the whole, like, Jan just gets what she wants. And yes. Is, is, you know, just creating she, her empire. She just becomes a little more sadistic by the end of it. Yeah. Which is, you know. Well, she's already, because okay. they, they have her do the breakdown <laughs> in season four, and, and she becomes, yes. you know. Yes. And then so. she has to have the, the child. and We could do a whole episode just talking about Jan. Oh, my goodness. Mm. That's true. Yeah. For we, sure. We could do a whole episode on all off series <laughs> yeah, once curly <laughs> sue's up and running yeah after curly sue then the jan then we'll yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do like jan marvel podcast. does we'll do the individual movies yeah you know the you know the, yeah you gotta do daredevil and then yeah, the, or, Jones. the origin stories yeah yeah you know? i think it's be a good plan <laughs> so she comes back in a later season is that what you're saying oh yeah yeah okay yes uh because her when she quits the company her and michael end up together and she's his yes. girlfriend for season four that's right right and then after he and then she's in a little bit less after the baby's born right and then he she pops in she's like running her own company uh yes. later on and yes then she he's, was he's having his um uh, uh taking stock of all the women he's dated yeah. in the past and after when he thinks he has herpes right yeah, yeah the herpes <laughs> episode yeah. yes and god that's funny and then later <laughs> she's the big account they're trying to nail yes when uh yeah uh, Andy's in charge right mm-hmm. right so she kind of pops in and out like yeah. in certain episodes but she's always great yeah always hilarious but but so we've got uh so so Dwight is fin- finally gets out of the, uh, the 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 conference room I don't know how do we want to really see that no that's true but I think um, they, yeah, I think all of a sudden he's just out. Yeah, he, <laughs> someone yeah. pitied him. He's he's having the yeah. meet. He has to have the meeting to, yeah. um, you know, uh, oh because, you know, he wants, because uh, by that point he's uh, foregone confidentiality as a privilege. Now you're just mm-hmm. going to uh, announce what basically you have. breaks every HIPAA law there is in the world. I'll tell yeah. you that right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and 
Yeah. So he has everybody say, you know, just raise their hand after he reads um, the certain affliction. You know, number one being inverted penis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which and that then, line from from uh, Kate Flannery is Meredith. Uh, do you mean vagina? Because <laughs> if you do, I want that cover. You know. <laughs> Inverted vagina. Yeah. I was about to say, how? What? Not sure what that even would mean. Yeah. <laughs> Meredith. <laughs> Meredith is something else. Yeah. And then he immediately confuses uh, a uterus yeah. with a vagina and asks her, yes. mm-hmm. her hysterectomy, which I don't want to know what he thinks a hysterectomy is. Like, yeah. Yes. I don't know. The only thing I can imagine is when he like put up boards when a house is no longer. You know, <laughs> well, he does believe he can control his cholesterol by raising, raising it and lowering through it. concentration. Why would you want to raise it? Like, to lower it. I, and I think like his fanboy fantasy would be able to raise and lower the cholesterol of other people mm. <laughs> yeah. as maybe Probably. some kind of like form of death or um, yeah. you know torture. Sounds right. <laughs> Sounds like something Dwight would do. I yeah. think so. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> But and really, uh, that last scene, you got a great Kevin moment there where they talk about anal fissures. Yes, you do. Which <laughs> is a real, which is a real thing. Yeah. Um, you know. The uh, <laughs> and he says, "Well, no one here has mm-hmm. that." And yeah. Kevin's just as quiet. Well, someone has, has it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin. Oh man. Poor Kevin. And there's that one moment on Dwight's face after that, where maybe you think he's realized he's gone a little too far right. here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he just looks real sad. Yeah. Maybe after, so. After uh, Kevin says that, real we've s- learned too much about Kevin. Yeah, he's like, maybe I shouldn't. Okay, maybe I shouldn't do this. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how. Th- so that's how they select what's covered and what's not. Yeah. Because because that's you know, so we've gone way off the rails at this point. <laughs> But and then also, I mean, this is where we finally have the the, the whole office confronting Michael, mm-hmm. end of the day, yes. and, and dealing with the fallout of all this. Exactly, and which he is ill prepared for well, <laughs> in spades. <laughs> and but you know, but he 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 does say this is where he shines. Um, you know, at least talking about the big surprise. And it's almost beaten yeah. a little bit, like a they've almost beat you over the head with it that. They're juxtaposing him talking about how great he is at improv with yeah. him just being lousy at improv. And, right. Or, or I, I mean, yeah, and you can't count that as improv, of course, you know, like, I mean. No. Mm-hmm. It's in, in his deluded mind, it is. Yeah. But it yeah. does, I realize down the road when he, when he goes to, it does play into the improv class that he is horrible at still several seasons down the road. Yeah. Um, you know, because all he can do is Agent Michael Scorn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even, and even then when he's trying to, you know, trying to come up with something he just fails and yeah they do beat you over the head with it you are right but it, it, i mean it's they're they're creating who this character is this is true and he's you know and he conveniently comes back after five yeah uh, mm-hmm. because it was due at five that health care plan to jan yeah which of course at that point if he hasn't actually knows anything about the plan he hasn't sent it yet so right so things could still have been changed you right know? he just yeah. wanted an excuse to blame dwight yeah. And yeah. so he wasn't the bad guy. Yeah. And, you know, Dwight's the asshole. Yeah. Don't you realize? And, mm-hmm. you know, Dwight, Dwight, Dwight's, Dwight won't mind because he's the ultimate kiss ass. <laughs> he's the ultimate scapegoat, mm-hmm. kind of, because people don't like him anyway. So Exactly. Yeah. Well, even, uh, well, is that the scene where they say, well, Dwight, what did you, did you, did you raise benefits? I absolutely did not. You right. know, <laughs> come on, Dwight, you know. <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> He's just like, damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's his only reaction. Yeah. Yeah. It's I know. Like he has no power to, to make any changes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So. I don't know. Poor I, uh, Michael. Yeah. Well, and. But hey, he gets his comeuppance in a way. 
Yeah. Well, you know, because he basically just stands there in silence. Yeah, And wild. has to, you know, mm -hmm. and it seems like the, the one that really digs the deep, the hardest on him is when Jin leaves, and you kind of see that dejected look on his face, you know. And they put some real, it's like they put, like, like beads of sweat on him or something. I don't know. Yeah, like, he's real. And I know he was hot under those lights for all the recording yeah, sessions. Like that's he, true. That was a recurring thing with The Office was how hot Stephen Carell was recording. Really? Oh, really? Why he doesn't wear a jacket in his first season was because he was so hot. Okay, oh, like. Interesting. Yeah. Somehow they figured that out eventually. Makeup, yeah, or, or makeup lights, or, or he just, you know. Too much hair gel. Body temperature thing, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You raise and lower his body temperature. You know? <laughs> maybe, that was, maybe that was Dwight, you know, yeah. in action there, using his powers. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, none of this ever, this episode should never have happened, but I'm yeah. glad it did because it was hilarious. Well, and if that's. Because the, Jan Levinson should have, sorry, Jan Levinson Gould should have been. Or someone at corporate in New York should have been. Someone some. HR guy we haven't met yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, someone over Toby. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And actually, Paul Lieberstein did write this, speaking of Toby. Yeah. He wrote this episode. And he didn't have a big on-screen oh. presence. I can't say I really Hard, noticed no. him at all. He's at the very end where they're all standing around. Yeah. yeah, him and Kelly, like, show up. I noticed Kelly was, like, she's, like, the second or third person to walk out after Kevin does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so she... She was still working her way into as a regular on the episodes, yeah. but Paul's kind of right there, center. But before that, you don't see him at all. No, I don't that's think right. so. That's yeah. right. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. And we even catch a glimpse of Devin in this episode. You do. We don't see a lot of Devin in those early episodes before he gets fired here in about midway through episode season two. Two. Oh so. yeah. Yeah. So Hall Halloween. Yeah. Which Isn't he only in like two episodes or one? He's in a few background shots. That's yeah. that's he's barely in anything. And I think he only talks in that episode he's fired in. I don't yeah. Think he has any yeah. Anything. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't say anything otherwise. But and interesting. But yeah, and he really jumps into it. After, well, the guy could have been good, but yeah. You know, but I'm glad they kept Creed. And then we'll see <laughs> him maybe once later. In the finale, I know he shows up. Oh, and he yeah. They, he and he and uh, he he's in a deleted scene when yeah. Michael goes back to New York. Uh, he, he's walking around, and Michael just happens to see him. And, and then they end up running away. Or and Michael he ends up chasing Michael down the street. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I nice. wish they would have concluded that. But. but, man, yeah, standout episode for Dwight. Standout Completely. episode for Steve Carell. Uh, Jim and Pam, yeah, of course. Jim and Pam. Everybody shines pretty well. And, yeah. you know, involving, again, um, you know, the minor characters a little bit more. A little bit of uh, Kevin, some you know, Stanley's. Establishing the counting, you know. Yeah. Kind of the, the dynamic between... You know, Oscar and Angela being at each other, you know, not each other's throats, but having, you know, snipping conflict, at each other, yeah. at each other mm -hmm. and, and, you know, Kevin being like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah. And Angela, nothing, Kevin. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of like, that's it. There it is. But no, overall, wonderful, good time. I still laugh at it every time I watch it. Yeah. And, <laughs> and definitely still um, when the show was, was finding its footing and finding the voice that it was going to be, but also just really good like that sharp writing the good strong characters i mean this is what's going to carry it through those first four seasons five seasons where it was really in its heyday so yeah definitely yeah. Yeah. It, it was so good i actually i don't know um if you want to do trivia yeah I can, we got a few uh, trivia questions brian came up with questions i okay. haven't heard them before you want to take a shot see if yeah. we can figure them out shot. okay right. okay um question number one so when michael is at the scranton travel agency pitching his atlantic city idea uh, they close up. They they show a close up on a sign of a country. Do does anyone remember what the country was? Oh, I don't. I don't either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know it's a cheap question. No, no, it's good though. What is it? Spain. Spain. Oh, okay. Uh, 
Yes. Okay. Yes. Nice. All right. Question number two. Uh, so we all know Dwight loves Count Chocula, but can you name any of the other General Mills monster-themed cereals that was also released along with Count Chocula? Oh, I can. <laughs> uh, monster-themed cereals? So there was Count Chocula, and then there yeah. were other other cereals. Just different, in general. Different, just fla- different flavors and different names. Right. And different characters. I can only think of, like, tricks and, like... I don't know what that would be. There was Frankenberry. There was Frankenberry. Oh, yeah. Yes. There was in only limited supply, Booberry. Yeah. Ding. Mm. And there was there's, a... There's two more. There's two more? There's actually two more. I knew there was a mummy one, but yeah. I don't remember what that was. Fruity Yummy Mummy. Oh. What? I, I never know. heard of that. I know. that was. I think it was after our... I think we, I quit by the... We were done yeah. with the cereals. <laughs> I was on to other things. I think I was Golden Grams by that point, maybe. And what's our last one? Fruit Brute. Fruit? Is that like a Wolfman kind of character? Yes. Interesting. Oh. And it was earlier. Like, those actually originally came out in the 70s, I found out. Like, yeah. the early 70s. All of those? Like, many, uh, except for the Yummy Mummy. Mm. And maybe the Booberry was early 80s. I think that was an 80s one. That was an 80s and one. That, that disappeared. Was, that was, that yeah. disappeared. I, I tried with that one. It was okay. Yeah. It was no Count yeah. Chocula. That was good. So, uh, got one more? I got a couple more, actually. Um, okay. Uh, what is one of the two diseases that Jim says to Pam that he's suffering from when they're marking down? Oh. You know, quote-unquote suffering from. Oh, I do remember. Ebola. That's one. I remember the ones that Pam says, but not the ones that Jim says. You want to tell me the other one? Do you know? No. Mad cow disease. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we didn't we didn't talk about the the one where your teeth melt and fall at the back of your head. Spontaneous oh, yeah. dental hydroplosion. That yeah. was pretty. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Jim definitely deserved some points on that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that was uh, good. Yeah. I've I've had dreams like that. Like. I'm glad that's not a real thing. <laughs> me yeah. too. That would be me weird. too. That would be weird. Super be the worst. Yeah. Very sucky. <laughs> to have your teeth in your stomach, mm-hmm. you know. Pretty much. As as liquid. As yeah, yeah. and if liquid teeth are the worst. Yeah. yeah. Can't do much with those. So three thumbs down for the liquid teeth. Yeah. Okay. Uh next question. All right. Uh why did Pam need to supposedly go to the mall? Quote oh, unquote. she needed new shoes. Yes. Ding ding ding. Yeah. Right. I know that one. <laughs> I like Jim. Jim was so supportive on that call because he immediately says, like, what kind of shoes? Yeah, like, he's very, great. very interested in what she has to say about yeah. the shoes. I know, yes. Yeah, well, it was interesting compared to what he had to deal with otherwise for yeah. him. Well, and I know he was trying to make sure and, like, keep Dwight on hold on the other line, but I think it's a nice example, too, of how Jim was just thoroughly interested in Pam. Like, he's mm-hmm. ready to talk about mm-hmm. anything she talks about yeah. just to hear her, which is just such a perfect example of not only just like that's and that's early relationships for everyone you know but it's it's such a neat identifiable thing about them like oh you know like i want that like we we all want to be in that part where that that other person is so exciting and fun and compelling you know it's Mm -hmm. always fun at the start yeah right yeah exactly (laughs) all right one more all right all right so michael mentions drew carey and ryan styles as two uh you know two regulars from uh whose line is it anyway uh who are the other two can you name me two, the other two sort of regulars on that show? A- actors? No? Wait, what were the ones you named? Drew Carey. Drew Carey. And Ryan Stiles. And there were two other guys who were usually on there. Oh, oh gosh. I know I, one of them, but 
I knew one of the other ones. I didn't know the other guy. I had to look him up. I'm trying to think of that black guy's name, and I'm totally blanking. I know Hilton, though. Hilton, you... I've got that <laughs> one, and I think I know the yeah. first name of the other guy, but I don't know if I know his last name. Right. And I never... Right. And I never heard his name, honestly. He was just really? there. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I can't think of that guy's name. Yeah. Thinking of Wayne Brady. That's it. Right? That's the yep, one. Yep, yeah, pre, pre-Chappelle show. Yes. <laughs> he was on that? Oh, oh yes. yeah. Okay. And pre-30 Rock. Go, go home and watch that I have some, tonight. Yeah, I have some, <laughs> I have some homework to do. The Wayne Brady episode of 30 Rocks, another good one. Oh, on See, oh I need to, wa- yeah. I need to watch that. Talking about how he doesn't like food. Yeah. He's oh. like, yeah, I'm not really into food. <laughs> yeah. She's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> that show is, rewatching that show in college was like one of the greatest gifts I've ever given myself. I don't. Every nice. time I rewatch it. This guy's been trying to get me to watch it for years. I still. You've never seen it? I've seen some see of it. See a few episodes. I'll just episodes. sit him down and be like, tonight we're watching the Steve yeah. Martin episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, oh and, li- and I don't. <laughs> I love a, that episode. That's a good one. He's like. <laughs> He's like just he's like gesturing and like spills his drink all over himself. He's like, tr- <laughs> I am he's having like, a case of the Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> he's like trying to I don't remember what he's doing, but he's like slowly lifting his <laughs> slowly lifting his arm up and his drink just falls all over him. Uh, oh god. My I think my still favorite one is the Greenzo episode. With, oh, with David Schwimmer. David Schwimmer's yeah. best thing he ever did. He just did. released enough. Oh, movie. yeah. <laughs> He's got the picture of the penguin. You released enough chlorofluorocarbons to kill a penguin. This penguin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I love David Schwimmer. Yeah. I just started watching uh, The People vs. O.J. Simpson last night. Oh, I haven't seen that. Where David Schwimmer plays Robert Kardashian. Yep. Which is just fat. I mean, that show and that episode or, or that character on that show is so fascinating because not only do you have the OJ trial, which is its own crazy story in its own right, um, mm-hmm. you know, obviously with respect to the people that lost their lives that led to that. Sure. But also, of course, Kardashian now means buckets more because of how much that family has gained in prominence and, mm-hmm. and how much the daughters have just become like these fashion icons or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a scene in that first episode where OJ is, is he's threatening to kill himself before he runs off in the Bronco. This is when LAPD wants to arrest him. And David Schwimmer, as Robert Kardashian, is like, don't, not in my daughter's bedroom, not where Kimmy sleeps. Oh. And I'm like, you just had to work Kim's name in there, didn't you? Uh, you know, of course. Writers, you knew what you were doing. Of course they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, why, why else is he the, Why else does anyone know that name? But yeah. David Schwimmer's great. That, that whole cast has been a lot of fun, it, even just yeah. an episode in. I haven't watched that one. Um, I may need to. Is that I on Netflix? It is. Yeah, it yeah. is. Okay, it awesome. Is. Yeah. Oh, and before I forget, the other guy's name. Yeah. Can you tell me his first name? Oh, is it Colin? It is Colin. Colin, wait, I know it. Colin Mockery. Yes. Mm. Look at that. Yes. Is that the skinny guy? The skinny balding guy. He's got like a little, got like that monk haircut. Okay. Who who I just discovered. somebody else then. Uh, Aren't there two real skinny guys? Yeah, that's that's Ryan Styles. He's the taller. Oh, with the hair. hair. He has the hair, yeah. Yeah. Not a pompadour, but he's got a big little hair. Yeah, it's a big, big hair. Yeah, it's not quite Kramer, but he's similar. And... Colin, by the way, who I found out today in research or trying to figure out what his name was, um, has a transgender oh. son, now daughter. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, it was a good, it was a feel good story um, because well, they were completely, the whole family was completely accepting. And well, good. good. Yeah. Because the alternative good. would suck. Yeah, certainly. Be accepting. It's nice to hear. It is. That happening. Yeah. 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 It was a nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was a nice thing I came across today. All right. Yeah, good for so, him. So thank so you. We like him more. Now we've learned his name. Yes. It's a big day. Yeah. Big, big day. Walking good. away from the podcast, knowing Colin Mockery. <laughs> it's, it's a good day. It's a good day. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh man, well I think we're, we're just about reached the end of our journey today. Yes. Katie, thank you so much for joining us. Thank, thank you. you for having me. Yeah. yeah thank you. Come and do it again. We'll talk Please about another go. episode you've seen and then we'll bring you on in like 60 episodes for one you haven't seen. Okay. And you can Sounds check in good. on the cast. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Whenever's clever. Yeah. Brian, Not thank down. you as always. Thank you, sir. Yeah. We'll always uh, a pleasure. We'll be back Not next last. week with episode four of season one and uh, that means that next week is Survivor. Channel four and a half.